Hey, this is Milan Milan. So we are about to get into what I see as about the last um, part of the series, Keep Trusting, right? So this is part seven, Keep Trusting uh, series. And it's look around, but keep trusting. All right. So let's begin. Now, I normally pray where you hear me. Um, There are times that I don't where I'll pray prior to coming on live to record. So today, I've been praying. I've been praying to my father. Should we continue the series? Is there anything else that I need to say about this? I'm super excited for what I feel we're getting into um, really soon with a deeper discussion of Revelation because it's truly unfolding right before our eyes. So I've touched on um, this in past podcasts and I got some I don't know I got some uh, dispute about it and my basically my my response was um, father please talk to your child because I don't want to argue about your word it literally says this okay so what i'm talking about is luke in the book of luke and it is chapter 12 and we're gonna start at verse 49 this talks about division and i was not saying that it's the body of christ this is if you are not truly choosing Christ, Yeshua, our Savior, our high priest, he died and he rose again. He's the reason we have salvation, right? If you don't put him first, and I mean above everything, above everyone, even you, above you too, You're not worthy of his love. So go with me to Luke 12, and we're starting at 49. Now, I am going to be reading out of the New King James Version today. And New King James, it literally has the title, Christ Divides Men. Now, hold on. We're going to go through this. And as I mentioned a moment ago, and in the past when I did the initial recording of this podcast topic, it's not the church. Clearly, it's not the church. It's not his bride. Clearly, it's not his bride. Because his bride is going to choose him. Over everything and everyone. 
You got some people who say they love him. But do they really love him? Do they know what love is? I see these churches today bringing in all types of foolery. Oh my goodness. When I was doing this research, I'm getting a little bit off topic, but this is about when we go when we're gonna go through um revelation and have a, like a bit of a deeper study and show the lawlessness that this world has actually have come to. Um it was just really horrible and it's 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 upsetting to say the least. Uh, so no, these people are truly not for Christ. They truly not, they not, they not, they not. So this is who he says, I am come to send fire on the earth. And what will I, if it be already kindled, but I have a baptism to be baptized with. And how am I straightened till it is be accomplished? Suppose ye that I come to give peace on earth, I tell you nay, but rather division. For from henceforth there shall be five in one house divided, three against two and two against three. The father shall be divided against the son and the son against the father. The mother against the daughter and the daughter against the mother. The mother-in-law against her daughter-in-law and the daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. Listen. If you are not choosing Christ and making him first in everything, you're not worthy of his love. So, don't put anybody or anything, including yourself, before him. The world that we live in is not a battle against flesh, right? If you remember in Ephesians, it's Ephesians 6, and it literally starts... Um, about the armor of God in verse 10. But I'm going to pick up in 12 where it says, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand the evil day, and having done all to stand. Stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, praying always and with all prayer and supplication in the spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints." belt of truth be truthful christ is truth accept whole truth of the gospel 
I was on a live last night, early this morning, really, because uh, it was pretty early this morning, and I was just up on on live. And they were, the Christian brothers and sisters were speaking to another. person I'm not sure I mean they okay so they they said that they believed in the Bible but they had a hard time believing that Jesus Christ is God now you know I've spoken about it plenty of times because he truly is and literally I always try to lead people to first read John because John speaks of Christ and his deity that he is God because he is and I feel like once you understand John then go back and read the Old Testament and then get back into the New Testament because the New Testament is easier to understand it's going to make sense once you understand the Old Testament but before you begin to the Old Testament understand first and foremost that our Savior is God like he literally is God incarnate he Jesus is God he literally came in human form to show us how to live and how to love how to keep the commandments how to be holy he said you must you be holy because your father is holy right and i'm paraphrasing but you know what i'm saying i'm gonna put the verse in the description jesus is god and he literally came here and he showed us how to live even his disciples was asking him how should we pray and he gave them the model prayer And so for this person to just not click and not click in his head, that's the reason I'm calling him. I'm not necessarily saying he's a brother in Christ because he wasn't sounding quite like a brother. And, And it's not a hit on anybody, but we can all be found guilty of not being who we say we are by our fruit right so if we're to bring people to christ and we're to acknowledge him in all ways and be patient and loving with one another he wasn't really displaying those he was talking over people he was um refuting facts that jesus is god And it doesn't matter how many scriptures that was brought to him. He literally said that he wanted, how was his words? He wanted, he wanted someone to show him where Jesus literally said that he is God. Like those words, like those words in that way. And if you study the Bible, I don't, know that it honestly I haven't run across where it literally says it the way that he was looking for it to say it and the the host of the live literally he brought out a really great point he brought out saying uh how did he say it the people he was talking to when he was saying this right were the pharisees and they're super, super religious people. They were super religious people. And they accused him of blaspheming God. 
So if they can, if they can say that he was blaspheming God, then they had to have known that he was God. But what the thing is, is the Pharisees, they didn't want their power taken. They didn't want the people to stop looking up to them and stop trusting them and stop being, they didn't want to not be in the spotlight. They didn't want to share that with, with, with anybody, let alone a Nazarene, right? Because where Jesus was uh, born. Okay. So let's just get off of that. We're going to talk more about it. But basically my point, the reason I'm bringing this up is uh, he was really just against it. And my thing that I'm saying to you right now is if you're Christ's child, if you're his son, if you're his daughter, everything you do, everything you do. how you live, how you walk, how you talk to other people, how you treat other people. It should be a reflection of him. It should be showing patience because that's the fruit of the spirit. It should be showing long suffering because that's another fruit of the spirit. Believe that's in Ephesians 5. We can go there in just a minute, but I want to get this finished, this word out to you. Putting on the breastplate of righteousness, taking on the Holy Spirit, taking the Holy Spirit with you wherever you go, right? Living righteously, having conviction. People who are Christian, people who are not Christian, those are only two types of people in the world. Either you for Christ or you against him. And if you're against him, that means you probably follow another God and sometimes that God can be yourself. Okay. Living righteously. People are looking, whether you believe it or not, whether you know it or not, people are looking. And first and foremost, a father is watching you. So if everybody else had blinders on, he doesn't. So take the Holy Spirit with you wherever you go. Live righteously. Shoes of peace. Walking with God, be anxious for nothing. Shield of faith, be aware of lies from the enemy, rebuking the evil spirits that attack you. Helmet of salvation, when you accept Christ, you're born again. And the sword of the spirit. Speak out those verses against the evil one. Speak them out. Do you know that the enemy will attack your children and he don't care how old they are? He don't. I said before, he don't play fair. He don't. Start equipping your children with the word of God. They can talk. Speak to them what their level of understanding is. Let it continue to grow. Ask the father how to best introduce your child to him. Maybe when you're reading the Bible and your child is interested in what you're doing, let them know what you're doing. Say it with a smile on your face. Invite them to listen. Pray over your children. Pray with your children because the enemy is praying on your children. Understand when I say this, the enemy is preying on your children. He's going to come to the weakest. And I mean weakest as in spiritual, 
right? He's going to come to the weakest and try to infiltrate and get in your house. It is a war. Yes, I'm speaking like a war because it's a war. It's a war. It is a war. Understand that he don't care. And by any means, he's going to try to get in. By any means, he does whatever he can to... To try to mock our God. He know he can't get God. So who he come after? His children. Right? And say you're the strongest one in the house. Say you're the one that's in the house. That's praying over everything. Praying over everybody. Right? Um, Trying to keep everybody else in line. Trying to keep yourself in line. Going to the Father about you. Because look, you, me, listen. It's, it's a battle. Okay, and I don't mean like, oh, you give into your sin. I mean, you're faced with temptation and you're fighting it off in the spirit. You're praying against it. You're praying against that temptation. You're asking your father for strength. You're asking him to step in. You're asking him to change your heart. Not just, oh, I don't I don't think I want to do that. Oh, no. Like you literally have a strong desire to not sin. You get convicted immediately. You know that this is not of him. You know that you have overcome this with Christ, right? Not of your own strength, not of your own doing, but with Christ. You have overcome certain sin. But the enemy has a way of trying to come back and creep in and bring it. He all slick. Like it said in the book of Genesis, that he was the most... Um, cunning animal right he's pretty slick with it okay understand that you can overcome him with your father trust in Christ trust in Yeshua to bring you through it you're faced with temptation pray against it pray out loud against it speak against it pray over your homes with anointed oil and it's simple go to the store buy oil of your choice i like virgin olive oil 100 percent right i'm not not playing with anything less than i get the 100 percent virgin olive oil i don't use it for anything else i literally take it to the father in prayer and i prayed over it that's the only oil i use to anoint my home anoint my family anoint our vehicles anoint this house you hear me don't use it for nothing else meaning if you use it for cooking don't let it be that one put it far away if you got to put a label on it on what it is put it away anoint your house anoint yourself the enemy does not play fair Keep your faith. Keep trusting in the Most High God. I don't care what the situation is looking like. If you stay prayed up in faith, you are protected. If you continually have a conversation with our Father on the daily, it is praying without ceasing, meaning wake up. Thank Him. You woke up. Pray, right? Thank Him. Ask Him what He wants you to do. Ask Him who you should be speaking to, who you should be praying for. You go, you live, I get it, you work, you communicate with your family, friends, okay? Um, you help people that you don't know. That's all and great, but then go back in prayer. 
pray without ceasing. You should be constantly in prayer. It shouldn't be something that you do in the morning or only at night. It's throughout the day. It's literally talking to our Father throughout the day, taking Him with you wherever you go. Keep trusting in Him. Keep trusting in Him. The enemy hates it. He hates it because you are made in His image. With Christ, you will conquer. With Christ, there is nothing impossible. With Christ, you already won. You have the victory because he's won. He's our father. He defeated the enemy. You know, our father is the creator of all things. All things. All things. He created. Do you know in the book of Genesis how it talks about free will even? Because think of it. Adam and Eve had a choice. We've always had free will. Always. They had a choice. He told them what not to do. He told them what they could do. And I guarantee you, what they could do was far more what they could not do. But the, the, the penalty of what they couldn't do, it had so much implication on why they shouldn't did it and they should have just obeyed him in the first place and why they was under his protection by obeying him. So the Satan comes in and he basically with his slick self uh, convinces Eve who didn't hear what God said. Adam heard what God said, right? When he said, don't eat from that tree. Eve didn't hear that commandment because remember, Adam was put to sleep and then Eve was made from his rib. Woo! So Eve didn't hear it when God said it. Adam heard it though. Adam wasn't tricked. Adam purposefully disobeyed our father because of the love he had for Eve. And Adam is a representation of Christ because, oh my goodness. So listen, okay. Oh, thank you, Father. So so Satan comes in tricking her, right? She fell for it, fell into sin. Adam knew what his father said, but because he loved her so much, he died for her. And that's a rep, that's a typology of Christ. We're Eve. We're the bride. We're the sin that Christ died for. Mm. willingly did it because of his love for his bride that's us and that's Christ on the cross for us willingly because of our sin but unlike Christ Adam could not bring atonement for sin did you notice how he covered our father covered them in the garden and because he loved them so much and there was another tree a tree of life 
that they could not eat from because if they had eaten from that tree of life they would have been living eternally in sin and would not have been able to have atonement so he kicked them out of the garden of eden he put the uh, fiery uh, angels which are the cherubim to guard it to make sure they wouldn't come back in because he loved them so much that he protected them from them Woo! told you to end from the beginning he is nothing but love oh my goodness he is nothing but love nothing but love if there's anyone who is listening and you want to choose Christ today say this prayer with me father I am a sinner I am repenting of all my sin You are the only true salvation. It says in your word in John 14, 6, you said, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no man comes to unto the Father but by me. Jesus, I am choosing you to lead me and to guide me. I am choosing your will over my will. I am repenting from all of my sin. I ask for your forgiveness. I acknowledge the work that you did on the cross was for me, for my past sin, my present sin, and my future sin, that there is no sin greater than salvation that you offer. Father, I accept you as my Savior. I thank you for what you have done for a sinner like me. Amen. If you have said that prayer and you have meant it wholehearted, you have salvation. Understand that accepting Christ, it comes with struggles, but through it all, He is with you. Start to read the book of John because it's going to go into how he is sovereign. He is God. Once you understand God in the book of John and who he is, please start reading Genesis. Read the Old Testament, all of it. It's going to make so much more sense when you get into the New Testament. Pray before you read. Ask his spirit to reveal. He said his spirit will bring all truths. Right? He doesn't speak on his own authority. When you accept Christ, your body is now the temple of his spirit. So ask him about everything that you do before you do. Take him with you everywhere you go. 
and understand that he loves you. He loves you, loves you, loves you so much. And that he provides protection for his that are obedient. I love you, brothers and sisters. This has been good. This went where I wasn't even expecting. But that is the Holy Spirit. He moves, oh my goodness. And he is amazing. There is three persons in our God. One God. One. 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 O-N-E. One. Numero uno. One. 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 One God. We have God the Father, God the Son, God, the Holy Spirit. Woo, the Holy Spirit is just, oh my gosh. He is beautiful. He's beautiful. Until next time, go in peace. Love you. Shalom.